In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, Word of God, reveal more of yourself to us through your presence in the Bible. Led by the Holy Spirit, guide our time of reflection. May it increase our desire for you in the Scripture and in the Sacrament. Amen. If you're enjoying Sunday Setup and it's helping you get more out of Sunday Mass, we encourage you, tell a friend so that he or she, too, may get more out of the readings we hear at Mass each weekend. The prophecy of our first reading comes to life in our Gospel passage, but before we get there, let's actually start with the second reading we'll hear at Mass this weekend. We continue to hear excerpts from the homily to the Hebrew Christians, as we've been calling it. It's almost as if, at this point in the letter to the Hebrews, someone called out in the congregation, Hey, so how is Jesus a priest? Show us. Because a priest is a descendant of Aaron, and one who offers animal sacrifices in the temple. Jesus didn't do this, nor is he a descendant of Aaron. So what gives? The crux of the homilist's response to how is Jesus a priest comes when he quotes two passages from Scripture, Psalm 2 and Psalm 110. Psalm 2 is understood as a royal psalm in which God speaks to a king and says, You are my son. If Jesus is indeed the Son of God, then he is likewise a king. And if so, he is a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. That's what Psalm 110 shows. Here's the bottom line. Jesus is a priest not in the line, or the order, we could say, of Aaron, but rather in the order of Melchizedek, this mysterious priest-king of the Old Testament. The first reading is fairly simple. It's Jeremiah speaking either just before or during the exile of the Israelites to Babylon. And he's saying, look, God's going to bring everyone back together again. It's sort of like someone saying in the last week of senior year of high school, guys, listen, don't worry. We're going to get back together for our reunion before you know it. And this parade of Israelites back for the reunion in Jerusalem will even include pregnant women and children and the blind and the lame. Think about that visual. Even blind people who can't see and lame people who can't walk very well will be able to make the journey back to Jerusalem. That's how effective the Lord will be in bringing back his people. As we hear in the words of Jeremiah, they shall return as an immense throng. The parallel between our first reading and our gospel is quite apparent. They're both talking about blind people. And in the gospel, Jesus is preparing to enter into Jerusalem for the Passover that will lead to his crucifixion, but he goes there by way of Jericho. Jericho sits at a strategic location between the Jordan River, the Dead Sea, and Jerusalem. It was an important thoroughfare for merchants and pilgrims alike. So Bartimaeus, the blind man, was in a high-traffic area to beg. Sort of like how beggars on street corners will strategically pick out busy intersections. Bartimaeus, which literally means son of Timaeus, addresses Jesus as son of David. This is important because in the following scene, when Jesus enters into Jerusalem in what we know now as Palm Sunday, the people will shout, Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that is to come. Now, it's not word for word, but Jesus asks the same thing of Bartimaeus that he asked of James and John in last week's gospel. What do you want me to do for you? Bartimaeus responds that he wants to see, and Jesus tells him that his faith has saved him. He receives his sight and follows Jesus on the way. In a very concrete fashion, the prophecy of Jeremiah becomes fulfilled. The one who had been blind is led by God up to Jerusalem for the reunion. Lastly, the fact that the story includes his name, Bartimaeus, likely means that he remained a follower of Jesus for some time, or at least long enough for many other followers to remember him by name. Imagine his witness, to be able to tell people that he had once been blind, but now was able to see, thanks to Jesus. 
So that's it. That's your Sunday setup for this 30th Sunday in Ordinary Time in Year B. May this knowledge of the story behind the scripture allow you to encounter Jesus Christ in a new way this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.